Lord, we're sorry for the times that we've made it about ourselves. For the times, Lord, we've made it about our distractions and our own busy lives. That we forgot our lives are all about you. That our focus and our desire is to put our eyesight upon you. That our lives would be lived for you and live for your purpose. And Jesus, today I pray you do something in our heart. Help us to refocus our eyes upon you this morning. Because it's all about you. Lord, it makes us emotional this morning to remind ourselves again that it's all about you. And Lord, we're sorry for the things that we've made it. Because it's all about you. Lord, speak to us today. Crack open our hard hearts today and do something on the inside of us that changes us forever. In your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. What a beautiful song. What a great reminder from Tim this morning about worshipping Jesus in spirit and in truth. And I want to continue that this morning and talk about making Jesus the focus of our lives. Have you ever heard somebody say, living your best life? Maybe you see a small kid laying on a lounge or you see someone laying on a holiday kind of destination somewhere on a beach and they're like, the comment might be said, oh, they're just living their best life. They're just living their best life. Well, let me articulate this morning that our best life is truly a life where we are connected to our Creator. Jesus Christ. So much of our life can become foggy because of distraction and busyness. It can take away our view of what life is all about, and life is all about Jesus. Keeping our focus upon Him, keeping our eyesight on Him. I love the fact that we are at the moment in seven days of prayer and fasting, started today, finishes on Saturday night. And whether you haven't joined us already, you're welcome to join us. We have a devotional, as we've said, on our website on our social medias, and we're just focusing on Psalm 23. We're just focusing on Jesus. Just building our spiritual appetite, getting ready for all that God wants to do. And next Sunday is going to be the greatest party this church has ever seen. As we start off Vision Sunday and ready for all that's ahead for this year in our church. But here's the truth of all of that. I'm so excited about Vision Sunday. I'm so excited about all the things we want to speak about. But you know what I'm most excited about? is Jesus. And I wanted to start it all by saying, let's make sure Jesus is the focus. He's the center point. He's the cornerstone. He's what we build this church upon, Jesus Christ. Our relationship with Him is so important. You know, this time of prayer and fasting, it's time to clear our heart and our focus so that our attention is upon Jesus. And we read about Fasting, it says in Matthew 6, verse 16, it says, And when you fast, don't make it obvious, as the hypocrites do. For they try to look miserable and disheveled, so people will admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth, that is the only reward they will ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair, if you have hair, and wash your face. And then no one will notice that you are fasting, except your father. Who knows what you do in private? And your Father, who sees everything, will reward you. 
See, fasting isn't about trying to get God's approval and trying to get God to work on our behalf. He already is working and wants to work. Fasting is more about us focusing in on Him and making Him our obsession, making Him what our life is truly all about. Fasting is giving up something for a period of time in order to focus our thoughts on God. It could be coffee, social media, it could be food, it could be a whole bunch of different things. But it's just setting aside those things and saying, you know what, I'm going to put my focus on Jesus. Perhaps when I was going to do those things, I'm now going to focus my attention on Him and I'm going to pray. I'm going to make sure that I'm aligned with Jesus. Prayer. Prayer is just communication with God. It's speaking and listening to what God is saying. I love the scripture in James 5 verse 16. It says, The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Anybody want to see some wonderful results in 2019? In your own personal life, in your family, in your church together, church family together. We want to see God's wonderful supernatural results that only He can produce. A holy momentum in our lives, in our families, and in our church. I love Alicia Britt Cole. She said this. She said, yes, self-denial is implicit in the call to follow Christ. And self-denial, though strenuous, frees me from the sticky stuff of self-consciousness, increases within me the sacred stuff of God-consciousness, and fills me with unspeakable joy. Yes, fasting detaches me from earthly things as it whispers reminders to me of Jesus' sacrifice. And fasting opens space in my soul for the amplification of God's love song what great words what great reminders this morning we're going to conclude the service in a few moments time by taking communion together putting our focus again upon Jesus Christ but says in Hebrews 12 verse 1 therefore since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith let us strip off every weight that slows us down especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with the endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Three principles of focus this morning. Number one, what you focus on grows. Everyone's heard the the saying, The grass is greener on the other side. And you've probably heard the other saying that goes with it. No, the grass is greener where you water it. And where you focus your attention, it's amazing the growth that starts to take place. When we focus our eyes upon Jesus Christ, when we focus our prayers and our attention and our life upon Him, when we look at His Word and the love letter to humanity that reminds us how much He loves us, when we focus upon Him, something powerful happens. Our intimacy with God grows. Our connection and our relationship with Him develops and it starts to blossom in a beautiful way where people can see the difference. What you focus on grows. James 4, 8 says, Draw near to God and He will draw near to you. Move your heart closer to God and He will come even closer to you. I love Stephen Furtick. He said it this way, Joy isn't a feeling, it's a focus. And when we focus upon Jesus... 
the growth that starts to happen in our life is incredible. Our focus grows something. Just like when you focus on negative things, those things grow. Just when you focus on disappointment and fear, those things grow. May I suggest this morning the greatest focus you can have is upon Jesus Christ and His Word. And as we focus upon Him and who He is, it does something beautiful and powerful on the inside of us. These seven days is a reset. It's a moment where we can just focus again upon Jesus. Make sure that our lives are connected with Him as the highest priority. The second thing is what you focus on flows. I remember when I was younger, I had this girl that was chasing me. I mean, literally chasing me when I was a kid. Something I struggled with as a young person, just girls chasing me. (laughs) Not really. But we were running in and out from around all of these different poles around where our, our schoolyard was. This girl was chasing me so intently behind me and just sprinting around everywhere. And I was so sick of this girl chasing me. It was starting to get really annoying. And so what I did is I was going in and out these poles. I was weaving in and out them so fast. But I came up to this one pole and I ran straight towards it. And she's laughing and giggling behind me, but perhaps her focus was taken in that moment. (laughs) I ran straight towards that pole and then sidestepped it right at the last moment and she went bang, straight into that pole. Tears, screaming, the works. I just walked away. (laughs) Something had interrupted her flow. She was focused on me, but then got distracted and wasn't focused on my every movement. And she hit that pole. It's cruel, isn't it? I wonder whether we have that flow with Jesus, where our eyes are so intently upon Him that we avoid obstacles, we avoid pitfalls, we avoid some of the sins that can so easily entangle us because our eyes are on Jesus. And now he's every movement, where he's directing us, where he's guiding us. We're so closely, intimately connected with him. We're just leading around where he's calling us to be. I love in 1 Peter 2 verse 2, it says, Like newborn babies, you must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full expression of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment now that you have had a taste of the Lord's kindness. It talks about in Galatians, the fruits of the Spirit, which are all the flow of intimacy, of relationship with Jesus. Love, joy, peace, patience. They are all part of the flow when our focus is on Jesus. They flow out of our lives. People recognize it. And finally, the third thing is this, what you focus on shows. The team are going to come now and serve us communion. But it says in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 14, for Christ's love compels us It starts to show, it's evident that God's done something in our life because it starts to show in the way that we treat other people. It shows in the way that we love others. It shows in this expression that starts to come out of our life. What happens in secret starts to be seen on the outside. 
our passion and our devotion for Jesus as we read his word and are transformed, all of a sudden on the outside, people start to see a difference. Our behavior changes. The way that we treat other people changes. And there's an expression to our faith that starts to impact our world. It says in the Bible that we are the light of the world. We bring change. We bring transformation because of the light of Jesus Christ that's come on the inside of us. And just like a mechanic who it shows that their focus all day has been working on cars because of their oily hands. They come home with these black, dirty hands. It's evidence of their focus throughout the day. Like a carpenter who has got these rough hands that is from out throughout the day, throughout many weeks, months, years. There's calluses that are built up as they've focused their attention on building. Splinters that have gone in and come back out and they just build these strong hands because they focused upon it. Just like an IT person that has glasses because all day they're focused on a screen. Day after day after day after day. It's evidence of their focus. And just like Jesus Christ, who there was scars in his hands because of his focus of love for you and I in his hands in his feet as he was nailed to the cross for you and I to say you know what humanity you and I we're his focus he's focused upon us his love is focused on our lives and it shows he gave his life for you and I. He died on a cross and went through a cruel, torturous death because his focus was on us. And he asks us as his disciples to put our focus upon him. And as we focus on him, our relationship grows, incredible things start to flow, and the light that shines in us starts to show on those people that are around and about us in our world. So it says in 1 Corinthians, as we are about to partake together, chapter 11, it says in verse 23, the night of the Last Supper, as Jesus was meeting with his disciples, it says, For I pass on to you, speaking and recounting what happened in that moment, for I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. In other words, make it your focus. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. Lord, this morning, we place our focus on you. Lord, we look back to what you did for every one of us. You died on the cross for us, Lord. We can look past our sin because you bore it on that cross. 
We can look past our failures because you've forgiven us for all that we've done wrong and all that we will do wrong. And Jesus, we put our focus solely upon you this morning. And we're reminded again that it's all about you. We're sorry for the things we've made it. But Lord, it's all about you. And this morning as we partake in communion together, we partake with thankful hearts, lifting you up and worshipping you, Jesus, for all that you've done. Our focus and attention is on you. And we worship and we thank you this morning for what you've done for every one of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's partake together.